divers. Coming to you from a stall down the hall near Studio D, welcome to another Deep Dive Microcast. My name is Manda, aka The Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, my name is not The Mandalorian. Uh, please don't sue me, George Lucas. So, a few microcasts ago, Tom talked about the battle streaming services. Like, you know, Netflix and Hulu, and now Disney Plus, who's thrown their hat into the game. Which, by the way, who else is obsessed with Baby Yoda? But I mean, okay, I know it's not his name, but okay, anyways, let me get back to what I was saying. So, Tom talked about that battle. I am going to give you a brief, brief overview of another battle, the Battle of Midway. As you may know, a new epic war movie from Roland Emmerich was released on Veterans Day this year. Its namesake is a crucial time during World War II, which saw Americans triumph over the Japanese, turn the tide in their favor, and forever rewrite history. Speaking of history, let's start there. Did I just hear you ask why they call it Midway? No? Okay, okay, well, wait. Ask. Ask. Okay, anyways. It's called that because it's about equidistant between Asia and the United States, i.e. Midway. (laughs) It's unincorporated territory belonging to the United States. Despite being part of the Hawaiian stretch, it's definitely not part of Hawaii. It's kind of weird. It's in a limbo state. In 1941, Pearl Harbor was attacked. Of course, we all know what happened in Pearl Harbor. Many, many, many servicemen died, many casualties of the civilians as well, who lived on the island. The Americans decided to carry out retaliation in the form of the Doolittle Raid, so named for its commander, James Doolittle. Japan suffered minimal damage during this raid, and while America's morale instantly soared, the Japanese state began to show doubt when it came to its naval strength and how much the United States would be in control of traffic and naval supplies, etc. Things that are important during an epic wartime. Japan decided to conduct a raid of their own. They decided to go radio silent. In an attempt to keep the attack secret, the Japanese challenged America with four of its destroyer ships. These ships carry planes. Think Top Gun. (laughs) The Japanese suffered many casualties. The Americans suffered more casualties. But despite this, the United States came out in victor. Roland Emmerich is a German film director with many titles under his name, some dealing with historical times such as The Patriot with Mel Gibson, which I personally love, or the more science science fiction flick like the much-beloved Independence Day. In a recent interview with BBC History, Emmerich stated that he had a personal connection to the film because he believed it was his duty to keep telling the stories of World War II. He also had an uncle, who he had never met, but was a German fighter pilot during World War II. In the interview with the BBC Extra History podcast, Emmerich also stated that he tried to use the words from the folks who said them, just perhaps not in the context in which they were said. The film's credibility comes in the form of using names and ranks of soldiers, and its big action scenes. While the plot is somewhat fictionalized, I think that has to be that way in modern times, in order to wrap in the audience. The project took nearly 30 years to fund and produce, and is currently a decent hit with audiences around the world having earned an A-plus rating on CinemaScore. Well, let's just say it's not Pearl Harbor. Josh Hartnett's, you're gonna be a dad, line doesn't wreck people and leave them in a sobbing pile of tears, who then have to deal with it for the rest of their adult life. Oh, just, just me? Uh, okay. You didn't read Teen Beat 2? Oh, never mind. But anyways, this film, as the successor in both film history and world history, Emmerich gives us a clearer view of what happened back in 1942, the Battle of Midway, 
a time which nobody should forget. All right, that's your brief overview. We'll be back with another full-length podcast very soon. Thanks for your patience. I just want to say we really missed you over the Thanksgiving holiday. We did record an episode, but let's just say it kind of ran afoul. (laughs) Okay, Tom, you can edit that if you want to. Okay, bye. We'll see you soon. clips used in the deep dive microcast are meant for educational purposes and not to infringe on any existing copyrights. The deep dive lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The deep dive microcast is a production of Automaton Media. <laughs>